Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Um, today... I'm not going to do my whole intro. Well, I'll do the intro. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous, follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you want to be on the show, send me an email. I've been having a lot of people email me with their problems, like listeners that want to be on the show, which I always love. Mm-hmm. Um, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, gmail.com. Uh, if you can write a review for my show, that'd be great. I need reviews always. It's always great on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, today, I have an in-studio guest, a friend of mine. Uh, her name is Irene. She's a comic, so we're gonna out her name and everything, so you could like like her on Facebook and on Twitter, right? Like, mm-hmm. give out Twitter, your shit. Twitter. Like, she's a comedian. Um, first of all, I'm happy to be here. Kathy and I go way, way back. Um, I love this girl, and she's awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, I at Irene Bremis thirteen. That's my Twitter handle, and on Facebook. Um, uh, Irene Bremis, not my real estate cousin who often <laughs> pops up and that really pisses me off. I'm the comedian. There's the real estate uh, cousin who, ironically, did you know that my cousin and I were actually born on the same exact day? Oh, really? And, and she has the same name? December 13th and we have the same name, who Irene born first? Bremis. Who was born first? Like she who was. Who copied who? Oh, she, so your she, mother... Uh, we never thought of it as copied who we both were named after our grandmother. Ironically, both of us have grandmothers named Irene, apparently, I guess. But was that your mother's sister or your mother's? No, it was my it was my it was actually my father's brother's child. Right. So they didn't care that somebody else was named Irene. Well, you know, you know, your parents were like, we're just going to name her. Irene. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why they did it, but they did do it. I'm trying to get the mic as close to my lips as possible. I'm wearing blue lipstick. I'm wondering if that was like a big I bet you anything that that was they got pissed well, off. Well, I mean, listen, I know that we were. I was named after my grandmother, and I can't very well change my uh, father's last name. Okay, now I don't know if she has a grandmother named Irene. Oh, the grandmother was your mother's. Grandmother. Yes, that's oh, right. Now this is how we do it. We name our children the Greek people, the Greek community. Uh, we name our Greek. children. I'm yeah. Greek. Um, after our our parents, our grandparents. So um, my grandmother's name was Irene. I don't know what my uh, cousin's uh, grandmother's name was. Um, so she could have very well just, um, you know, jumped on my bandwagon. I don't know because we have one grandmother in common, and her name is Maria. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So don't like Irene okay. Bremis, the real estate broker, right? Like Irene <laughs> Bremis, the comedian. And you should, they, people could see your Well, you can like time. Irene Bremis, the real estate broker as well. But I just want everybody to know that if you're looking for the right Irene, it's the comedian. So listen, so what we're going to talk about today, okay, with Irene. Uh-huh. Okay, besides like the fact that you're a comedian and all that stuff, which I thought maybe we do women in comedy, but I felt like it would be more interesting to do like aging and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. me and Irene are around the same age, mm-hmm. right? We're in our 40s. Irene's mm-hmm. like a couple, maybe a little bit older than me. Can I say that? Because she doesn't, yeah. she has yeah. that age thing that's a problem, but yeah. we're going to talk about that because that's what I, I no, like. No, I am definitely things. older than a little uh, older, not much. Okay. We're both like in our forties and that's like a big thing. Like I think aging is really fucked up for women. Women have a big problem with it. I totally get it. I was like one of those people that was like, oh, I'm going to age gracefully. And I'm never going to do Botox or anything. Like I'm so, and then the minute I really started to look like shit, which was like around, I would say 45, I started, that's when I started to do it. Um, so we're going to talk about 
all that stuff. We're going to talk about aging. I think it's interesting for women because women are go through it. And even if you're not older, like you're going to be older at some point. So it's interesting. And I think it's interesting for guys to hear because their women could be going through this stuff. It's not just aging and like trying to look good. It's aging, trying to feel good. Because what happens in your 40s, and sometimes it happens to women even in their late 30s, is you go through something called perimenopause. And nobody talks about it. Everyone talks about menopause, but people don't talk about perimenopause. And I want to write a book called Perry fucking menopause because I think it's such a fucked up thing that happens and it happens for a very long time and it really fucks with your head and a lot of women don't put two and two together and they don't know what's going on and they just think they're going crazy or their guys think they're going crazy but what's happening is there's a thing called perimenopause which is the change before the change which and it's actually worse I think once you get into menopause you're fucking fine because you everything's already done but as you're approaching it shit goes down that's really messed up, right? And it affects everything. Irene is in a relationship. She's married. How long have you been with your guy? Um, I've been with him for um, a long ass time. Um, I'm going to also write a book called I've Been Fucking Married for Too Long. Uh, I would say 15 years or so. 15 years? Yeah. Right. And so you've been with him for that long and you've been married. So we're going to talk about marriage. Yes. Perimenopause, Botox, <laughs> all kinds of stuff, aging. Because Irene's coming close to, like, she's more freaked out about age than I am. Okay. And like, I have to say, I'm, normally I ask my, my callers because I don't know who people are, like what they are on a scale of one mm-hmm. to 10. Cause I think you always ha- kind of, well, have to well, gauge. I, if you don't mind me interjecting for a second, I wasn't freaked out until very recently and yeah. still older than you. So I was a smooth sailing for quite some time. Um, ironically, now that I'm getting older, I don't like revealing my age, whereas I did for, I really you were very clung proud on of it, to right? it. Yeah. And I think a lot of the reason I do, don't do that is because I think it places you in a position for judgment. As an entertainer, I can't believe I just called myself, and I sound like a stripper. But you are. But as a comic, yeah. yeah. As a comic, I feel like I don't like uh, audiences to know how old I am because I want them to find me relatable instead of making some preconceived notion that, oh, what is she going to talk about? Because I've seen it done to older men and actually unfortunately older comics in general and uh so i just want to be able to Even have like a guys, playing though, field you think yes absolutely too? yeah i've seen it i've really? seen it in comedy yeah okay but let yeah. me ask you this though to be completely honest because like the aging thing and like i get it in the business i work yeah. in your business so mm-hmm. i think it is very hard especially for women with age right mm-hmm. but does it bother you your age like in your regular life too like doesn't it is it just because no. of that or is it no it doesn't bother me at all in my regular life it doesn't not one bit so you would tell a regular person your absolutely age. wouldn't give a shit yeah so like if you met someone at the coffee shop like and they wanted to know your age like yeah. you would totally say absolutely that. okay yeah. but for the for entertainment purposes, yes for your, yes. your and, career and believe me i'm not even that secretive because it's so easy to find out you know what i mean but i just won't it's almost like i can't just say the words you know what i mean but here here's the deal i read a beautiful quote recently um, from this uh, writer and I was trying to find it on my I was trying to scour my Twitter feed to find this woman her name is Anne Lamott I think it. yeah I know uh, Anne Lamott I love she's her she's wonderful and yeah. she came up with this beautiful quote because I do have um, there's some merit and beauty to aging of course and uh, one of her quotes was pretty uh, phenomenal and I tweeted at her and basically what she said was that um, age has given me the greatest thing uh, it's given me me and I do believe that that's true without age and 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 here's the thing until recently you know I used to get Botox uh, all the time I talk about it in my act I have a blog I don't hold anything back when it comes to those certain things of trying to look beautiful forever I'm very vacuous very vain just like the rest of the society is however I, recently I've decided that I don't like the fact that I'm not allowing myself to age gracefully and this is interesting Kathy because when I look at women that are aging gracefully they're so much more beautiful than some of the women that I see that are not allowing that process to happen it's really weird you know it, uh, so why can't I just be that woman? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Totally. Like I have friends, like my friend Skylar, who's a yoga nut, just beautiful body, lets her face. Same thing with uh, my friend Rachel Feinstein Curran, an artist. Uh, she they, they don't get any 
cosmetic procedures whatsoever, nothing at all. And they look so, I mean, they look so beautiful to me. I feel the same way. I do not look at, I, I totally understand. Like I do not look at older women with wrinkles or anything and think, oh, I think beautiful. beautiful. Like I think it's like a badge of honor. Like you've been through life and that's what happens. Like mm-hmm. this is always so fucked up when yeah. like young people make fun of older people for being old. It's like, mm-hmm. do you actually think you're not going to be old? Like, I mean, it just <laughs> happens everyone. And if anything, I feel like at least I know I did old really well. Like you don't know how you're going to fucking look when you're in your forties, you know, like we know we did good, you know, and that's going to be, they're going to have to deal with that when they get to our age. And it happens to everybody. So it's kind of like fucked up when people are like, whatever. But I absolutely believe that women, I don't look at older women and think like, Oh, you're old. Like, yeah. I think it's beautiful. I think what, what's bad about women that are, getting stuff done like you know when it's like so over the top and they start to look almost deformed it's actually sad because you think oh my god that's a woman in her 60s or 50s that still isn't comfortable with who she is and how she looks right and you spend your whole life like that like don't you wish you're over it by then when you're older like you should be yeah and that's a very good point Kathy it really is and somebody would rather look deformed than actually let the process take form and the thing is that I you know I recently had Carmen D who's a beauty uh, expert Carmen D uh uh, from what not to wear on the show and we discussed this in uh, great detail the whole beauty thing and uh, I, f- I told her when she was on the show that w- the one thing that I, I love about aging is that you know you really looking older also forces you to become more prudent to see and view things because you're also receiving things in a different way you know so I think beauty can and even if you're older and you still look like you're 20 it's it can be a crutch and it's almost like a form of arrested development because you're not bringing in the wisdom that age and looking older actually looking older mm-hmm. has to bring like what you said which I totally loved it's like a badge of honor that was beautiful yeah and it is and it is. Now, my problem, and, and I'm going to be honest, okay, I'm a very vain person. You know, I was going to say, on a scale of 1 to 10, I just want to say this because I know you. Uh-huh. You're like a 10.5. She's too good And to you've me. always, it's very hard as a woman who's been super hot and super sexy your whole life. She still has her boobs out. Like, you've been known for that. That's who you are. It's very hard to give that up and to transition, right? Like, and yes. I've heard other women talk about it. Like, you it know, is. you're always a sex symbol. You're oh, people are always looking at you. Like, at what point does that sort of change? And especially for women, if uh-huh. you were always that way, right? That's right. who you are. That's how you've been defined. That's right. what people know about you, right. Irene. Like, right. you're fucking hot. When do you say, okay, if your face starts to not look so great and your body starts to not look so great, it's like, when do you say, let go of being hot quote unquote and become something else I think it's that's a hard thing to do right. that transition it happens slowly though now you're not going to wake up tomorrow and look busted no exactly well actually um, you do start to look busted at some point but you know what my sister gave me the words of wisdom she said at one point you're going to look into the mirror and there's going to be a troll staring <laughs> back at you <laughs> <laughs> now Kathy I love what you just said okay I really I think what you're saying is so prudent and it's so well thought out and it's so true Uh, more than anything. And it is true. I think women definitely have an addiction to, and and you're so beautiful. Like you, I mean. It's not an addiction. It's just, it's like what you're used to your whole life. Which is, it can become an addiction because otherwise you would just let, you know, every part part of life has a phase, you know, like we're children, Mm -hmm. then where bodies develop and then we have to get comfortable with actually aging. We do go through those stages in life as, as it is, you know, from, from adolescence, from children to adolescence to adulthood to our senior years which uh you know I'm gonna fight (laughs) god damn it anyway no but seriously I mean even when I see somebody like um the late um Catherine Hepburn opposed to the late Joan Rivers who I love Joan Rivers and I almost love the fact that she uh represents so many women and she does it with balls the late Joan Rivers yeah but when I see somebody like the late Catherine Hepburn with the uh, her face I mean she was probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life even looking age just aging as in terms of just physically aging there's such a there's a form of dig you know what it is Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast 
at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. You're not, there's, there's such a form of dignity and grace totally. when you allow yourself to age, you know? Absolutely. And listen, I find that, in the, but I'm just going to just do a side note to my opinion about why she looks really great and maybe, well, Joan Rivers, I think, had an issue but with her looks. she had something looks, with okay? her personality, but, though. You know, she had balls, balls. Yeah, but, but yeah, forget but about still, that. But yeah. my whole thing is that I just believe that the people's faces age differently. And this is like, I think cute is the worst thing to be. Like cute is the worst when you get old. Because you, you look like, like a midget. It looks like a baby with wrinkles. Midget. You know what I mean? You're not supposed I'm to sorry, be little cute people. and old at the same time. But handsome women, women that are almost guy-like, women that have like really good bone structure, mm-hmm. like a man, you know, like Lauren Hutton and you, like you said, Catherine Hepburn, that is face ages the best because it's kind of like a man men look handsome when they get older so I think she looked great when she was older some women don't look good when they get older right like look like there's some women that just really actually look bad okay she looked great because she was like thin on the thin side naturally and she had that handsome face some women they gain weight I mean I've looked at pictures of like Bridget Bardot she was like the hottest have you ever googled she her? let yeah she let herself she said I'm letting myself I mean imagine but she might have looked like a cat for all we know at this point in time because she would have been addicted to plastic surgery. She did let her say, she is like one of the, the examples on Google online that like uh, gone from beauty to beast, which I don't agree with but at can all. But you allow, but that's I'm, what I'm saying. Would you really be able to go that far? I, well, I'm trying really hard to be ugly <laughs> to be, be ugly okay with it. <laughs> and be okay with it. I have so much respect for my friends that don't do anything that I it's I feel like it's the one vulnerability the one weakness the one contradiction that I have and uh, listen I I'm completely hypocritical and I'm I'm a walking contradiction I I have been my whole life but but I really this is one thing that I really am battling with like I'm really trying to enjoy the process of aging without having to go in for Botox or a filler you know what I mean and just allow myself because I like I do like my face you know and if it gets a little older the alternative is you start you start you stop looking like yourself so there's there's always that I don't think so I think if you get a little bit yeah, a little of bit stuff of time done yeah okay it is okay it's yeah. when you start to like get stuff too much when people really start grasping for straws and they want to look way younger if you want to look good for your age there are little things or you could dead, do you know because sometimes <laughs> you just bypass the looking younger and, and really totally like, like, like the late um Aunt big Ange. Angela Rayola, who, who I knew, I knew Angela. She was one of the sweetest people. And uh, she, did you ever see her? She was beautiful. Like she looked so much better without any of the stuff that she got done. It was crazy. Right. But so, she had a thing. She really was one of those people that was overdone. But she liked the overdone, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know for whatever reasons, you know, she had her own personal reasons for getting whatever she did. But we're talking about aging gracefully, like we said, Catherine Hepburn or whatever. She actually had that face that would be beautiful with age. Yeah, but she know, has, but, but she, not everyone has that right. face. And the thing with celebrities, and this is why I don't even talk about celebrities on my show because yeah. I hate, talk, but yeah. like, because, but I think that it's there, impossible it's a, to talk about plastic surgery. No, well, yeah. it's hard because they're on yeah. TV and stuff. I think yeah. that's a whole other world. That is a whole other world. I don't world. understand it. We're regular people, right? right. We're not yeah. on TV. We're not scrutinized yet. like that. So yet, maybe Kathy, if we were yet. and we were looking at our faces all the time, like, we would get overdone because I think it's a mental mind fuck for those women because everyone's saying shit about them and stuff. So I feel for them. Like, so, and I get them going sort of crazy and doing maybe too right. much because you become, I become hyper fixated on myself just in the mirror. If right. I was watching myself on TV every day and then people were tweeting shit about uh, my flaws, like maybe I would go a little nutty. So I think that they have a, something that regular people don't right. have. And right. And believe me, I feel that backlash just by performing all the time. I want to look yeah, good. Yeah, because you're on stage. Yeah, because I'm on stage constantly. If I weren't on stage I do think it'd be much easier for me to not do any like to not even be conflicted with it now as it is now you know I and listen I never went overboard with it that is the truth maybe I would get Botox um in the beginning once a year mm-hmm. uh, it would be rare that I would get it more than twice a year right you know but once your face starts coming back the anger everything is visible 
Yeah, I was right back in there getting more injections, you know. And I just feel like, you know, first of all, it's costly. It can mm-hmm. be very, very costly, okay? Secondly, uh, you know how I am, Kathy. I think it's not good for you. Okay, yeah, it is, Irene has this thing yes, that she's I, gotten older because I've known her for very long. I've known her from when she was very young till now. She's like she's like morphing into but how it is I used to be. Botulism. It is botulism, though. Yeah. Uh, let's be real. It's not the best thing for you. Um, and I just feel like, oh my gosh, you know, like I, I, I there's a certain sense of guilt, too. Uh, I know that, you know, like, oh, I'm spending all this money on my face when there are people starving. I think like that. I can't help it. So there's a lot of things. And why can't I just let myself age gracefully? Now, this is something that I'm battling with. I'm not saying that I'm no, never going to get Botox again. About it. Yeah. Because I could easily get Botox again. Totally. All I have to do is catch myself in the wrong light at the wrong time. And I'm calling the doctor and getting myself some Botox if I have to, you know. But I will say one thing about myself, Kathy. I've definitely taken it down 700 notches. I'm not in fear that I'll ever go overboard at this point. Right. I'll never go overboard like some people go overboard because that was a consideration that was actually a, a concern of mine when I was younger I thought oh my gosh I'm gonna go overboard I'm constantly but now I know that at least I'm, I'm cognizant I'm aware and I don't think I'll go overboard yeah listen I think you make I believe that you make your own rules in life I mm-hmm. decide to do something and then when I choose to d- totally flip and do something different that's my choice and that's your choice right now you could be saying no anything I'm gonna age gracefully because you're freaked out about your age and once you get comfortable in that age maybe you'll be like you know what I want to do a little bit I got to tell you the reason why I started to do injections you want to know why because I was like I'm never going to do it like never I want to I don't have a problem with age I could care less about it though I say that when I turned 40 I went through a midlife crisis I think it affects you even if you think it's not gonna it can but you want to know the reason why I did it Mm -hmm. is because my face was looking older than my body right like my body yeah was looking great because I work out a lot and my face was so it was like it's kind of like ridiculous that I'm taking such good care of my body and not just because I'm vain I do it for health reasons health I reasons, like work and I like working yes. out no, I do. You're the same way. Yeah, very So the kind of was like a little odd. I once tweeted like, do, is it weird that my abs look younger than my face? And it kind of started to be a little weird that I started to do a little stuff. And I actually loved it and liked it. And I don't really do that much. And I think that it's fine. And you look, yeah, you look great. And and you're and you're right. Um, and and you know, I never judge anybody on on flipping or pivoting on their thoughts ever. Yeah, because you life might is a process. That's your. Ch- we that's all your change. I'm the biggest contradicting person on the planet. I really honestly believe that. I don't even say that. Yeah, I don't even say that's contradicting. I think the more real people. Well, somebody might because are, you understand that, but yeah. somebody may very well. Oh, I thought you said, you know, like, and oh, that's what yeah, you said at I this did, time. You know? That's how you feel now. And now you also feel like you say, and I'm going to out you here a little bit because we had a whole conversation before we got on the podcast. You say you only care about your age because of on stage, but you really fought me about the age thing before we got on here. And I, and it wasn't just about the stage. You said like you're having kind of a problem with it. I think just personally with it. I, I, I do have, I have a problem with it, but honestly, if I weren't a performer and weren't in comedy and I promise you, cause I'm planning a big retirement for myself next year. <laughs> so and we're going to be back on. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know how much longer I can hang on, but I promise you that if I was not, if, if I, if I wasn't a comedian, I, I, I have no problem with it whatsoever. It's, it's just because I am a comic and I'm around young comics and it's already like, you know, the younger person is winning every five seconds. If you can fool a booker or you, I, I know this sounds ridiculous. No, I think it this, would ha- that's but common if for I anybody, I yeah, think. Even a in really? the wor- a regular workplace, but, I think that happens. But for me, yeah, yeah, exactly. If I weren't doing that, I wouldn't care. Right, but who's not doing something at like around our age? Like, so it's like that that would be happening if you were in an office, working in office, in any kind of career. Like, that's what starts to happen. I mean, people are out of work; they can't get jobs because they're older. So, I think age is a, a problem. For I laugh women. at myself because everybody knows how old I am anyway because of of so many different things. You know, like because uh, you've so been honest to me, about it's it funny. before. You know what it is? I can't say the words, and uh, normally when I do say, it and I finally have the courage to just spit it out and remind myself. Um, um, people forget, you know what I mean? They forget how old I am. And then what I don't do them the favor 
of is reminding them how old I am. Okay. I told you once already, bitch. You know what? If you can't fucking remember, I'm not going to remind you. That's right. it. But this is the thing. So women, like I have so many friends that massively yeah. lie about their age. Uh-huh. Like, and you said like you were always really honest, but now that you're approaching like this new age, like you're not. And you did that just changed for you. I won't lie. I'm just not going to continue telling you. You should be uh, <laughs> taking some ginkgo biloba and remembering what I said two years ago and do the math. Okay. Right. No. And so like, I still am okay to say my age, but now that I have a baby and I have a newborn, like when you attach my age to the fact that I have a newborn, like people would probably judge me. So age is always like this weird thing, like that number that people have, like they put you in a box and then you you ha- you could feel like weird about certain things because in relation to age. I know when I turned 40, I got like a bob haircut. I was like 40 isn't bothering me, but obviously it was, right? Yeah. And like uh, honestly- Because you did get that bob haircut. Oh my God, like what the fuck was that? What was I thinking? Oh my God, I don't even know. I just kept cutting my hair and cutting it and cutting yeah. it. Like, and then I- I remember my you mother tried said, to like, like embrace oh, the bob yeah. too. I remember that. And then you just at one point threw your hands up in the air and was uh, you were like, what was I thinking? No, I, I hid. I wouldn't even go outside. My hair looked like a bell shaped from the behind. I was like, I couldn't even go out to buy a soda. Like I was you so You did look a little bit like a Hasidic woman. No, my mother was like, oh, it's so nice. This is your hair. Like you finally look your age. And I was like, oh, I don't want to look. My age is lost. So yeah, but I obviously had a problem. As much as I could say I don't, I think it just happens because people are very anti-women getting older. So that's Mm -hmm. why women don't talk about these mm-hmm. things that are actually happening like right. perimenopause okay, okay like perimenopause, I want to talk about it yeah because nobody nobody told me about it Ugh. I have to google and well then- I I have had uh Kathy I had perimenopause when I was in my early 30s right and straight and just, through right and I think women don't talk about stuff like that at different ages because and I was telling my friend this the other day mm-hmm. because I think that women are like pitted against each other and they think mm-hmm. like oh you're getting it younger and I'm getting it older and like women think it's like less they're less of a woman because and like I don't think I don't look at things like that but I think that women think that other women do and maybe they do I don't know but nobody sort of talks about it because I think that they feel like it makes them less of a woman because they're going through it. And depending on how, what age they are, if they're getting it earlier than somebody else, like they're worse or they're le- like it. And you know what? That's just a natural, real thing that happens to women. It's not like Absolutely. anything wrong. No. It's not a problem. No. It happens at different ages for everybody. Absolutely. And it can happen in your 30s. It can happen in your 30s. For me, it did happen in my 30s. And uh, uh, I, I get all everything. I get the hot flashes. I get the uh, cold flashes. I get the no flashes. The... Uh, you know, everything, everything falls apart, basically. Your uh, vagina. Hormonas, a, a, yeah, of course. Your vagina atrophies. It's that's a, what I was horrified Yeah, that's what an atrophying vagina is real. <laughs> you know, people think like, yeah, that doesn't it get. It dries up. It's fantastic, you know. So you could be totally into Jamal one day and then the next day you're like, you know what, I'll take that uh, Asian guy because you know what? You can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, you can't me- handle it. You can't handle the girth. No, there, there's atrophying. There's there's, uh, there's a lot of problems as you age, you know, and it's hormonal. And I think you're right. I think a lot of women in their 30s in particularly because they haven't reached 40 yet get very embarrassed about it, but a yeah. lot of them are suffering them. I've had, I just had a friend uh, ask me the other day who's also a comic who shall remain nameless because she is actually much more vain than I even am. Um, she was like, did you get this? I'm like, yeah, bitch, you do have perimenopause you're going to be 39 yeah yeah it's happening right, I mean, People, it's happening but the, right now but if i okay. talk to my younger friends about mm-hmm. stuff like that they'll be like try to deny it as if it makes like if something's wrong with it's that validating but it's like them. that's what happens yeah it's just normal yeah i have a friend who's older than me who literally she she like has a thyroid problem she loses like weight for no reason plus she also Hypo- is like she is hyper thyroid yeah, yeah. yeah she also when she laughs she pees like seriously she left a puddle on my couch like like massive like a dog had peed like constantly when she has her period she's got to wear like 18 pads because she bleeds so much and she's just like oh i'm not going through perimenopause i'm just like are you kidding me like what do you what? actually think that these are normal has she always things peed? that you no, absolutely not. No, no, that happens, unfortunately. Incontinence is something that happens. Right, I know when incontinence does, but I also, <laughs> listen, I used to, when I was a teenager, I had that problem. If I'd laugh too hard, I would pee. But anyway. Oh, but then you imagine what's going to happen I was really, in five years. Oh, now I'm, I'm okay, actually. It's <laughs> oh, better. Oh, yeah. Somehow with that, I had the reverse. Yeah. Now, um, she's, uh, how old is she? She's like in her 50s. She's in her 50s? Yeah, she's probably in full-blown she's, menopause. But she will literally, the whole point is she will literally, it's, she will literally not talk about it because she's horrified that it makes her old like they literally they don't want like women just have this thing like they don't want to like sort of believe 
the reality is that they're getting older. I don't well, think men here's have the this thing. Problem, well, here's the thing about aging. Uh, no, I don't think uh, a lot of. I think some men do. I don't think uh, you know. I think the real men don't. I'm sorry, I had to say that. But I think that uh, with Roxanne, for example, um, and this is what my husband will say to me. He'll say. You look your age. And you know what? The truth is, no matter how good we look, I, I, you look your age. Roxanne, don't worry about the men- perimenopause because, you know, if I had to guess her age, I would say mid to late. You know what I mean? Right. And no matter how good I look, I look my age. No matter how good anybody looks, right. I honestly can pinpoint their age, even with the work that they get done. Totally. So Steve shuts me down and he has a very valid point because what he says is, babe, you look your age. Right, like that's no, the you look, worst thing that could possibly fucking age. happen. Yeah. No, but you, but look, you look good, good for, for your age. age. But there's no way when you're in your 40s and yeah. you start to get into your late 40s, even if you look great for your age, you can't look 35. Like yeah. You just, there's a diff, there's a thing about a 32 yeah. year old or a 35 year old or a thir- that you just can't get no matter you how either, good yeah. you look. You either look good your for your age or you look like a cat. Now you don't even look human. <laughs> and it, you know, this was always my big fear because doctors just don't give a shit and they overdo it on women all the time and I feel sorry for these women I've seen women with uh overdone lips and I mean they look like cats and it's permanent you know because often especially on Staten Island I recommend at least if you're going to get work done can we please talk about the 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 importance of finding somebody who knows what they're doing because um you know and I'm going to bring up the late big Ange because this I read an article that she said that she went to somebody on Staten Island her lips were permanent it wasn't like she kept getting her lips injected they oh, put in the, three fat, right. vials uh-huh. of collagen. No, five. Yeah. Somebody in their right mind put five vials. This was the first time she went to get her lips done, okay? Right. Who, in, who in their right mind is going to put five vials of collagen in your lips? Yeah, no, that's crazy. Okay, somebody who's a complete quack, and I've seen it happen to other women. Um, so at least if you want to give yourself, you know, you want to make yourself look a little younger, you want to gift yourself with a little beauty, you want to feel good about yourself, listen, you know, I say to each their own, do what you want to do to make yourself feel good about yourself. That's great. But make sure that you know who you're going to. Totally. And make sure that you get somebody who understands uh, subtlety. That's my, um, that's my advice. Yeah, and, but I, yeah, and I think it's always important you know? to just say the words to the person, like, I just want to look like my, I just want to look good for my age or I just want to look good for me like I want to look well I like it's the important thing is not to like change the way you look right Right. Absolutely. that's what happens when people start to look bad but I get it because I'm a little OCD mm-hmm. and I'm very visual and yeah. I could see why people crawl I've had to pull myself back yeah. because I'm a little like obsessive and addictive mm-hmm. I'm an addict right mm-hmm. so I've gone in and have a couple things done and then I'm like oh now that I look so good on my forehead maybe I want to look here mm-hmm. and then you're like oh I look I have no wrinkles there so maybe I want to go here mm-hmm. and you could see I I could mm-hmm. see why people become addicted right. to making your face perfect because it's like chasing the dragon. Yeah. A little bit here and then yeah. you want to change there and then you start to not look like yourself and before you know what you've crossed the line you look like shit. You look like shit. Yeah. And it's a fine line and and, and I, I don't find that look attractive. You know what I mean? I, I say either subtle or just let it go naturally um, because once you do cross that line uh, it just, you know, what's interesting is that women that get work done look older to me sometimes. That's the only time I might guess somebody's age older. I've seen many That's times what happens, I think, when a women that too get young. work done, I'm like, they look like they're 40 and then they're like 35 and I'm positive they're lying about their ages. No, but that's 33 because, and I'm like, what? No, but that's because that's, I'm going to say this, this yeah. is 100% true and it happens across the board. When women get it that are younger, it makes them look older. It never is going to make a 45-year-old look older. It's going to make a 35-year-old look right. older, a 32-year-old, a 25-year-old. My my uh, sister-in-law gets Botox, and to me, she looks older when she gets it. Right. Okay? It's because it hardens her look. It hardens when her look. When you're older, it's to soften it softens your look. your look because your heart, you're, more, oh, you're hardened already. Oh, 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 they're oh. not hardened, and they're getting these things to look right. like I don't know who. And it's to me, it ages them, absolutely. But it right. doesn't. when you're over 40, I don't think it, it makes people look older. Sometimes it makes them look weird because it's done improperly but it's always the young ones that look older i think personally no you don't absolutely need botox when you're 32 but i think it's this 
culture on Instagram. Everyone's like uh, using a photo editor. Well, and you know, I, bl- I, bl- I blame my asshole doctor. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that because I do love him. Uh, doctor, a uh, 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 great doctor. I'm not even going to mention his name, um, but uh, he, he's great. And and let me tell you something. But he, I blame him for this, uh, my, my, for sort of like unraveling into this whole Botox thing because when I went to see him, all I wanted was a dermabrasion. I begged him for a dermabrasion and she talked me right into Botox. I was young. <laughs> Can you believe him? He talked me right into Botox right, and then ever since, I've been right. getting Botox, okay? Right. But all I wanted was a dermabrasion, but right. he said, absolutely not. <laughs> well, I do believe if you don't want to do any of that And he gave me Botox. Stuff. Right. I never said, can I have this done? Can I have that done? That was always a suggestion that was offered from right. my doctor. But you know what Judge Judy yeah. would say. I mean, she would be blame like, me. And yeah, she's she'd right. She'd say like, if someone told you to jump you're, off the bridge, would you do it? Exactly. Right. You're right. So, you know. Exactly. And Judge, and Judge Judy is right. And I'm afraid that if my doctor does tell me to jump <laughs> off the fucking bridge, I will. You know, so she's right. <laughs> she's definitely right. Maybe when you turn your age, yeah. you know, listen, I think though that like, it's sad that women go through this. It's a real thing that mm-hmm. happens to women. I don't get why, but like I'm going to hit 50 soon. I just turned 47 yesterday. So I'm like getting older. You know, I don't know how I'm going to feel when I turn 5-0. Like that's really old. To me, I love when men turn 50 because that's like the equivalent to women turning 40. To me, there's nothing more hilarious than a man turning 5-0. Like he's really fucking old and I love to throw that in his face because welcome to our reality. Yeah, right. Because right? that's what happens. Uh-huh. I remember when I was like turning 40, 41, a friend of mine who recently turned 50 wanted to set me up with a guy. Of a friend of his and he said you know do you want to like meet this guy I really think he's like a good guy for you Kathy he's like the type of guy you would marry I said is he cute he's like not really I'm like is he funny he's like no not really I'm like you know does he have cash is he successful no not really but I think you should go out with him I'm like okay and so he emails the guy like I know why did I even want to go out with him he emails the guy like oh I have this friend and she's really hot like you want to go out with her and he's just like no she's too old okay like seriously, here was a guy that was not so funny, yeah. not so good looking, She's too not old. so successful. Yeah. He was a loser. Okay, because I have a loser. Saw a Let's just of him. call him what he is. He loser. couldn't have picked me up at a bar if he saw me in real life. But on paper, I was too old. You were too old. That's you crazy. Understand? Yeah, I do, and it's but frustrating. 50, I, it makes me sick. But at fifty, that same guy who's not so great, not so is also going to be fifty on top of it. He's going to be in the same sort of place where maybe some hot girl that's 32 is going to be like, you know what? You're too old. You're too old. That's right. Or, you know, Steve has a saying. He says, anything I can pick Steve up now, husband, he goes, yeah. anything I can pick up now, I don't want. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, how old is your husband again? How old is Steve? Uh, he's 57. So he's 57. And so yeah. we, oh, my God, that's the best line any, yeah. anyway. Yeah. And he's a lot older than I am. I just want to go on record. Yeah, but I'm one. sorry. If a guy has a lot of cash at any age, he could yeah. get. Young girls. It's but he makes truth. he makes a joke because his friends are That's still looking hilarious. for like 20 year olds, you know what I mean? And whatever. And Steve was like, oh, I don't need to find anybody. I've got my wife. Well, that's nice of him. But he's like, you know, I, I, I you know, he goes and anybody I could pick up now. I don't want and alluding to the fact that it's going to be like some 60 year old or something. <laughs> Hello there, handsome. You know, <laughs> yeah, but how is perimenopause in relationships? Because I think a lot of people that listen to my show are married uh-huh. and they're whatever. So like maybe it's interesting because their women are going through this or their women, you know, but how are they married? to women like how is it affected because I really believe that it affects women's sex life yeah. massively yeah I think I don't know if it's the perimenopause or being with the same dick for like 15 years right, you I mean both. at some point yeah you know at some point you know like when we first got together we were having you know obviously we had a very great sex life he's the best I've ever had in my life bar none no one has even no one has come close not even close not even close so it's not that he's a great you know I hate to use the word lover no you had insane (laughs) Kevin I remember the first night you went to have sex with him that you were on him and you're like I'm gonna go after that guy yeah we were working in a bar together that's right we're so horny for him that's it insane that's right you guys had that kind of chemistry we had that chemistry and we still have a lot of chemistry but you're just not going to have sex all the time it's just the way it is because you you're now your friends there's so many other things that you become family that right off the bat kills sex like when you become right. family right. you're family now right okay um 
it, it no, just, this is interesting to me because I've never been with someone yeah. this long, right? Mm-hmm. So it's always so interesting to me or like how it really happens. Like when did you make that change that you say happened that you felt like family? Like what? how long into your relationship after you got married? Did you have to get married for that? Did it happen before you were I married? I think married for me and I know a lot of people and listen, I don't think that people need to get married. The grass is always greener. For me, I never thought I was going to get married. I never said I wanted to have children. Um, but uh, now look at you. Now you have kids. You, maybe you didn't plan for it. You have this beautiful uh, uh, baby boy, and I, I love him so much. And I, I never wanted to get married, but now I'm married. Like we were talking, circumstances change. No, but then I remember you never wanted to. It never. was like funny because your guy did, yeah. but you were always the one that was anti it. And you sometimes believed that that wasn't what was going on, but it was literally your thing. But I have to, re- I remember, and it was interesting. To but me when he wasn't asking, though, that's what I'm saying. You start to freak out. Yeah, when he's not asking, then it really makes you feel like you're being taken advantage I don't know why I thought yeah, that, it was but a weird thing but you did find and I remember you telling me this it was mm-hmm. interesting to me that after you were married you really liked it and it did make you feel different right? yeah you did because now you, you know you really are it's for real this is your it husband felt more real to you yeah it is real it's for real now you have to make it work legally it's for real you you made a commitment to one another so you can't I can't you know I've been in a lot of relationships I would just pick up and leave and I couldn't just pick up and leave now I had to make it work and you know and you you're with each other so much you know each other you become friends like I said now you're family on top of it so you know you can't expect that you're gonna have like that crazy swinging off the chandelier sex you know that you used to have I mean I guess you could you could re-spark your relationship but you'd have to work on it you, right. you have to work on everything in life so you would have right. to really work on it you know but um but that's that's the thing with marriage. I mean, you're never going to get that, you know, like do backflips and like, you know, that kind of stuff happens when you start dating somebody for the first two years at most. That's what I was going to ask. So like, the what first you two say, the years. The first two years you guys had that no, kind of we sex. No, we had it longer than that though, much longer. Right. Well, I would say for the first seven years, eight years. Right. Yeah, you crazy. Had, you had crazy, yeah. great yeah, Crazy, sex. crazy. And now it dwindles. It's not bad. Your body changes. Somebody's exhausted. You know, circumstances, stress, marital stress stress, family, obligation, a lot of things are piled on. It's not, you know, let's go out, get dinner and then fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, there's a lot of stresses, you know, a lot of things happen in marriages, especially if you throw some kids into the mix. I don't know how those people ever have sex again. I'm so glad I don't don't, have a guy. uh, I say that all the time because I I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't, I would never want to go give someone a blowjob at the end of my day or fuck them or anything. Exactly. I just, I don't have any more to give. Exactly. See, and now you know, like, because you're in that particular. I give right? any, like, any man that's listening to my podcast right now that has a woman that has kids, and I only have one, and I wouldn't do it. And if your girl has one or more, okay, and she's still fucking you, like, go out and buy her something today because she deserves it. Because that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, you it's really want to buy her something a really nice. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Seriously, no, she I deserves really, it. Yeah, totally. And if she's not having sex with you, I understand. This is why I actually believe in polygamy. I really wish. The other thing is, men happen. also get. Men also get uh, lazy, by the way. Totally. Look how fat most men's stomach are by the time they're older. You know, men like to place it on women often in marriages. Like my wife, I hear it all the time with male comics. You know what I mean? I hear it all the time, even with my husband. They put it on the, the woman all the time. But guess what? It's a two-way street. You totally. know what I mean? Why should I? You know what I mean? Uh, they get lazy too. Well, I believe think that me. they get sick of the same woman yeah, more than not, the woman I, does. Yes, I understand. I understand it's natural. You totally. know what I mean? And um, you just have to wait it out until you get to the point where, you know, anything that I can pick up now, I don't want. That's what <laughs> I waited for. And now I know he's all mine. No, but personally, I really believe, and I wish, I always felt like, oh, if I had a daughter, I wish polygamy would be here for like in her lifetime. Eventually, I mm. feel like for women, I wish that they would band together and like share men so that they yeah, would not sort into of pass that. it on. I, I, we're not into it because yeah. we weren't raised with no, it. It's just, I, I, I can't even imagine um, I, I having wives is what I look at it as. Polygamy is like now I'm married to a woman too. In fact, six others. Like No, I, but you wouldn't want to pass the buck onto somebody else. I think when children come no. into play, it would be very helpful to be like, give up the sex part of your relationship to somebody else so that you your guy stays with you. 
and he doesn't cheat on you and leave you for somebody else mm. that actually is fucking him. Yeah, it's not my thing. And I don't, I don't, it's not for me. And I, I can honestly say that I'll never change my mind on this one. For me, I could see it being for whatever, but it's it's really not something that, um, uh, you know, I, I don't think I could ever even give a man that kind of enjoyment, first and foremost. I don't think any guy deserves that. But, um, but they have a need that's different than women. Oh, right. I'm not saying, no, listen, I think they get lazy too. You'd be surprised. Like oh, I no, said, they lose their testosterone as well. They but go through the Viagra. seven and they find someone else. Have you ever read the Old Testament? They had like 700 <laughs> concubines and they still were pouring in through the doors in the Old Testament. I mean, you know what it is? Once you've been there a few uh, hundred times, and I'm going to be nice by saying a few hundred times, you just want to keep moving and find something else. It's no, totally. the excitement. You know what of I course. mean? Like if you go down that same road every single day, you know what I mean? You could do it with your eyes closed. It's not as exciting. You know what I mean? So, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why I brought up that analogy, a road and a vagina. That doesn't make any sense. But you know what I mean? But marriage is a, is a work in progress, Kathy. Yeah, but let me ask you this. After 15 years and now that you're getting older and he's getting older, right? So his has to have less testosterone. If he's not taking Viagra, maybe he doesn't want to fuck as much either because that happens to men too, right? And you're going through peri-fucking-menopause. How much... Like how horny do you get when you're like when not, you're going through the change? Like that's what happens not with that women, unfortunately. Not 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 no no not at all. You lose it. Yeah yeah. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. There's something called bioidentical hormones that I want to go on because I I want to feel all that stuff. I'm definitely going through perimenopause. I definitely because I'm very body conscious and I did a lot of um, hormones and stuff when I was trying to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So I know the difference of having mm-hmm. like more estrogen and you know, and I can mm-hmm. feel it and I know what's happening and I'm definitely going through my changes. And I hate the way that it feels. I'm definitely less horny. I think it's good for now because I have a baby and I can't be screwing anyone anyway. And it would be frustrating for me if I was as horny as I was before. Oh, Right, yeah, and I have no, nobody, yeah, no. right, and I have my baby all day well, long. Well, you know, I I love my vibrator. I'm going to tell you something, and when those mo- moments hit, right. uh, Steve is SOL, unfortunately. But you know, get yourself a nice vibrator because that's that's I love vibrators. No, they're the best ever. I, vibrators you know are great. I hate, I hate vibrators because really? you know why. I always, I would, if I had like something that vibrated, I would never put the vibration on because to me, it would make me so numb like that. It was like too much, like it's too much stimulation and real sex would never give me that. So it would just like, I, it was like, it I would get ruin so, it for you. yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. No, you're right. But you're women thinking, love their vibrators. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, And I think that's a, a good way, but I think that uh, seriously, uh, I think that uh, the sex drive definitely decreases when you're when you're getting older. That's yeah, and this is a thing. to me natural I think thing. Like, it's a hormonal thing. It's nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. Right, okay? but let me ask you this: because the men are listening, and there are women in their yeah. 40s and 50s. I yeah. know I have a friend at the gym who's older who said his girl like literally stopped after she got into menopause. She just was not interested in sex, mm-hmm. and I've heard this like yeah. at all. Like, what are men supposed to do if they're still horny and then their girls are not at all? Well, you have to do stuff. That's what I said. You know, you're still in a marriage and you have to break out the lotion or just get down and give them a blow. Like you absolutely have to do something. It's not like I don't. You have to do something. That's what I mean. You know what right? I mean? Yeah. That's why I think I'm glad that if you're not in the load, yeah, exactly. It's almost like a, you know, you're just, you're, you're taking care of your man, sort of. You got to yeah. do it. You know what I mean? So definitely there is that. Um, and I take that very seriously. Right. Yeah. And you have to do that. And I think if you do that, it's all good. If, 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 if both parties are going to be, you know, not doing anything at all, then it's bad, you know, but you have to do something and pick and choose what you want to do. If you like, uh, you know, giving a blow job, go for it. If you like uh, a hand job, go for it. Some guys like that better than the blow jobs. You got to totally. work it out. If you, you know, for whatever reason, you just have to pick and choose what you want. But can I just ask you another question? Because I like to ask this crazy <laughs> yes. questions. But like, does you, does your vag, lo- like supposedly, like it loses lubrication and it gets really I dry think that out. happens with age, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So has that happened? And if that so, what have you done? Um, yeah. So what has happened to you? And what do you do? Um, well, it's not dry. Like it's not... It's not dry, like dry, dry, dry. But, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do. You can go get certain stuff. You know what I mean? If you're having sex, you can use KY. You can do whatever. Um, you could do a lot of things. You know, it's not like dry, dry, dry. Like, right. But, but no, but I hear that can happen, hurt. though, with yeah. hormonal stuff. It can be really, really, really dry, dry, dry. But um, but there's so many things that you can do. I think women should go to the gynecologist. 
Um, I know I'm due because my gynecologist has sent me a text message yesterday. Can you believe that? <laughs> I love that. And I she love told when they me text that me. I was overdue. I love that, and that I should get in there. So, um, yeah, I've never had that happen to me before. That's great. So uh, remind I, me about my shit. You I remind love me. So now I'm gonna go back and but just be on top of your shit ladies you know what i mean because anything could be it could you know you could get things um you know i'm not saying that things can be repaired 100 percent with age but you can definitely get things um you know in 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 better condition i think Right. Well, things okay. are going to go down. This is yeah. what I would have to say to women. What I, I I can't believe that women don't talk about. It. I want to know what's happening to my body because uh-huh. I'm very body conscious. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is perimenopause. <clears throat> I'm at that age. That's what's yeah. happening. I'm right. okay with it. Like it's yeah. normal, right? Yeah. I know that it's normal. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff that you could do, and I believe in that. There's bi- I believe in biological well, hormones. You can eat healthy. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. Eating um, uh, is always. Oh, sorry, sorry. about that. Yeah. yeah, eating is also very uh, important. You know what you put in your body obviously takes care of a lot of things that are going on in your body so you gotta totally take care of yourself from the inside out you know right but, but both me and you have always been sort of yeah. healthy like that and we've always been you're a big working out person you're a personal trainer you yeah. have a killer body even at your age uh, right so you've always been into that right so even with that yes it's harder it's though even with happen. that you got to keep trying you know your muscles aren't going to be um it's harder harder everything other things atrophy you know what i mean if i don't work out i'm very skinny actually mm-hmm. believe it or not and you you start you have to continue working out but again i think you hit it early on in the show i love working out um first and foremost not only to look good but to uh, feel good you know and, totally. and it does wonders for your mind which is the most important thing nowadays with everybody being on antidepressants antipsychotics Absolutely. and being depressed it's the number one thing that fights depression so that's one of the things that is uh, I think now has actually swooped to the top of my list when it comes to working out just keeping my my moods uh, in mo- check it's like therapy no matter how you feel when you walk in you feel different when you come out and always better. It's always better after you talked about your shit and it's always better after you worked your shit out, okay? That's it. No matter how I feel when I go to the gym, I walk out feeling in a better mood. And that's why I force myself to go. And listen, I, I've taken years off from the gym at different times in my life. You have to. Like you can't be like, psych- I'm not psychotic about it, but I do it when I, when I can because it literally keeps my head above water. For right. sure. Yeah. It keeps me off that process. No, I think and you're great. Exactly. You have endorphins. Me too. Absolutely. It gives you endorphins. endorphins, serotonin. Yeah, absolutely. It's everything. It's everything when you're depressed. So that I think all those things coupled together. Um, right. As you're getting older, it's yeah. going to help. I believe in bioidentical hormones. I believe in all that stuff. I believe in injections. Uh-huh. You don't right now. A little teeny bit. Yeah, maybe a little. But, but I, I might change my mind yeah. too. Like yeah, you. no, I know. I know. I, know. I, yeah, I hate exactly. to say it, but you... Like you I have less so. wrinkles and less lines than I do. And you're older than me. And uh, I'm just going to say like it's, I think personally, it's easy for you to say now uh, I'm not doing anything because uh, you look really good still. Like I have, you. you just, you look really good even without, thank right? You. That's sweet. So you might not feel that way in five years Kathy, if you start I'm getting, not even you don't gonna, know. I don't right? know. Don't like know. I said, sweetie, you know how I am. I don't I, know. You're right. Perhaps, absolutely. I see. But like, I look at, com- at your age. You were like what it is nowadays. Like, that's what I think. It's so weird that it's going to have to change for men with yeah. like, oh, women are over 40 or too old. Like women in their 40s. And I say this all the time on my podcast. Look yeah. amazing. Like it's yeah. no longer like, oh my God, like it's like you're busted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're not busted. It's very yeah. different than a long it time ago. It is different. It is different. And women are looking more and more gorgeous and, and they're looking ageless and, and more and more so with each passing year it's crazy it's fast right you know and I, I think in 20 years we're not going to be able to I mean it's going to be crazy you know I believe that we are eventually going to hit that fountain of youth I'm not going to be around for it because by then I'll be I don't know about 80 but <laughs> 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 but you know anywho yeah, it's so. uh, I mean, so you don't know that you'll change your mind. You're anti it right now, but this whole right. podcast you was never about know. aging. Yeah. I don't even know where I we had went so with much it or fun. whatever. That was awesome. But, you know, yeah. you look good regardless. Thanks, sweetie. And women should do whatever they feel comfortable. Exactly. And men should give women a break. Uh-huh. And if their woman doesn't want to fuck them all the time. Yeah, exactly. They have a hand and they have got some lotion, I hope. Right, that's what women should do. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap Might it up. Might as well take it. All right, so okay, thanks wait, for wait. being on. Yeah. Um, I just want to say thank you so much. And I love your podcast and you're so great at this. And it's amazing. Great. Thank you for having me. I love you. Thank you. Yeah. So where do you, where can people find you? you uh, can, if you're in New York, you can see her performing all over the city. She's always performing. Yeah. Her 
comedy, right? I'm going to be at... Uh, your blogs, your... My blog, yeah. Um, Shut Up, Irene is Talking. Um, is your blog? Is the name of my blog. And um, also uh, at Irene Bremis 13, Twitter handle, Facebook, Irene Bremis, um, the non-real estate one. <laughs> thank you. All right, thank you. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.